Hello, and welcome to an all-new episode of Men and Women Talk, the Mars Venus Show. I am Kente, one of your hosts, all the way live from Los Angeles, California, and I'm so happy to be here with you. This is episode number 131, and uh, tonight, unfortunately, my wonderful co-host will not be joining us, but I believe she'll be back for next week's uh, all-new episode, and uh, we are so blessed to be joined by the wonderful Jada Lopez. How are you doing, Jada? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm so happy that you're here. It's been like three Thank years. You <laughs> really? Yeah, so. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So this is kind of like your comeback show, right? It is. <laughs> because I was going to have a show this upcoming week and I was just going to tell everyone what's going on mm -hmm. without it, like a regular episode. So I feel like this kind of gives me a little. <laughs> so for me not to have to do that. So thank you. Thank you again for having me. All right. Well, thank you for being here. And uh, our special guest today, uh, she's not a really, none of you guys are guests. You guys, this is all family. Uh, but, but, you know, I got to give you the proper title, special guest, L.A. Wade. How you doing, L.A.? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good all the way live from Toronto, Canada. Yeah. Woo -woo. And it's now, hot, LA, it's here. It is? Really? It is hot. It's like hot Atlanta. <laughs> and it's hot. It's hot. It's over here. Well, I'm glad you're here. Uh, it's hot as here, here as well, and um, I don't have the fan on. So I, maybe at some point during the show, you might hear me uh, cut it on. So <laughs> and uh, so, um, all right. So tonight, tonight's topic is a topic I've been wanting to talk about again. We did it in our first season, and that was like quite a while ago. And um, but I feel like, you know, it's a uh, it's a new vibe now on the show and uh, it's been so many years and I have even different perspectives on this. Um, the, the name of the show is called uh, Maintaining a Social Life After Commitment. And uh, basically, as a lot of people know, whether it's you or maybe the person you've dated or committed to in a marriage or a long-term relationship, or maybe a friend, a lot of times what happens is when you get into a real committed relationship, uh, it changes a lot of things, right? Uh, you Your focus sometimes becomes about that person that you're with uh, or your union. And what happens to a lot of people is they don't have that, they don't enjoy life outside of that relationship. And what I mean, I'm not saying cheating. <laughs> That's a whole other kind of enjoying. I mean, like being able to uh, go out and and just be with the, the if you're a woman, be with your homegirls or or your homeboys, yeah. or, or um, you know, for a guy, same the same thing. So what I want to talk about is uh, you two ladies. Um, one, you, Jada, you are married now, and LA has been married as well i wanted to get some of you guys insights on what happens because i've never been married but i've been in long-term relationships um so i have my own insights as well of how do you how does someone once you get in a relationship and it's very easy to do it and it's not always because your mate is pushing this sometimes people just automatically do it how do you uh we'll start off with you jada how do you actually i'll I'm gonna I'm gonna go last. <laughs> it's like yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, so LA. I'm sorry, LA. 
well, how, do, how do you get how do you maintain you know a life outside of your mate um i think it's different now i think <laughs> i was married for 16 years so i would definitely say at the beginning half of our relationship those issues weren't really that prevalent but as social media kind of gained in momentum um it caused a lot of distress. Oh, we have an echo. Oh, sorry. That wasn't me. I was trying to do something. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that it introduced a lot of distractions into the relationship where you would look at each other when you're talking. You find yourself down in your phone. Um, but I also believe that it was important to develop a presence just to stay up and current with what's going on. We don't want the Aisha Curry thing to happen where you don't feel like you're desired by anybody else. <laughs> you don't want to get in your feelings. So, I mean, and then also, what is your purpose for using the social media platform? I think that for me, after having my son, my oldest son, who's now 18, um, it was it was a challenge at first. Over For the first seven years of his life, I, w- I didn't even have a cell phone. I remember getting a flip phone as a, birth- as a birthday gift <laughs> some years after uh, our relationship had started. And I think that kind of, he wanted me to have that kind of presence because I, I guess I would attach to him and-, and we would do everything together. And that can be overwhelming for a person, right? Um, and as the times changed, it's like, you know, girl, get a hobby. Go do, <laughs> go do something that is for you. And I, I started to, what I did personally was I waited for New Year's Eve and I decided to do one thing a day I would take a picture of that inspired me. And it actually created my online presence. I was known as Amuse365. And I would choose one thing that inspired me a day, take a picture of it and label it day one of 365, day 50 of 365. And it kind of pushed me through. And then I started to develop a little following where people were like, what's going to happen tomorrow? Or, you know, they were interested in what it was that I was seeing. And in the beginning, it was like three likes, seven likes. Even if I put up a nude shot, it was kind of like nobody knew you were existed. I didn't put up nude shots. <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> You'd be like, Let's go look for it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. It, but it's okay if you did. Yeah, it took a lot of patience to build. And then I was really into fitness and doing my first fitness competitions. So I took people along on a journey and it actually helped to inspire me a lot. Um, And I inspired others. And that was kind of what Amuse 365 was about. That's how I got my nickname, LA Muse. It just Mm. inspired a lot of people. And then it gave me that platform to be an inspiration and to look for inspiration. And I can't imagine any other place that I want to live, but in the myths of inspiration. So it worked really well for me going online and kind of separating my, my relationship from my social media presence. Hmm. Okay. Now, now you're currently married and uh, you do a lot of things um, in social media and stuff quite quite a bit. Um, is that something that, you know, this topic of, um, you know, of course you have your things that you do with your husband, but then you're, you're your own person. Um, do you ever think about, uh, was that ever an issue about doing things outside of the relationship? That would be for you, Jay. No. 
<laughs> yeah, I figured that at first I thought he was talking to you, but then I, when he continued, I was like, oh, he's referring to me. Yeah. Um, uh, not initially. So to, to let me backtrack for a second, because um, in my dating relationship with my husband before, when we were just boyfriend and girlfriend, um, I didn't know how to separate the two. And I will be completely open about that. I think I was young. Nothing. I know I was young. There was a lot of things that for me, and I was inexperienced on balancing, right? So I'm about to be my third year of marriage, and I feel like I'm still continuously learning, right, how to balance that. It was a time where I there was no gray areas for me because of how um, I was raised. There was always black and white. There was no gray area. So that being said, it was like I'm giving you all my attention and devotion and just my affection and everything, right? Because I was structured that way to just be like, eh, 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 and no, eh. So I really didn't know how to juggle. No, for real. Like, I just didn't know how to juggle. And then it wasn't until after marriage where I was just like, and then as life went on, we, you know, it's unrealistic, I think, to think you're going to get everything that you need from just this one person that you're with, that you're married to. I think that's unrealistic. And so that being said, I had to have a conversation because it wasn't really even him. It was more so me that I was just like, I don't really want to hang out with my friends and I don't want to do this and that. And, and then I had to get to the point where it was just like, baby girl, like it's okay to part ways with him and it will be, it will be fine. Like you guys will still be, you know, do what you have to do. And when you guys are together, you guys do your things together. And that's just kind of like how I ended up like working around that and stuff like that there was something that I had to discuss because there were times that I remember feeling guilty if I wasn't with him I had this like guilt and I don't know what it was and it again because it was like me learning how to balance so now I could just be like hey I'm hanging out with my girls or I'm hanging out with my homeboy who's in town you know and it's not an issue I mean I trust him he trusts me it's no biggie. If he was to tell me that he's having lunch with one of his homegirls, fine. Like, it's just nothing. As far as having a social life outside of your committed relationship, I think it's just all about communication and trust. Like, I have to be able to trust you. I, we're not going to be attached to the hip all the time. And as far as that balance, right, it, it has to be communication where it's just like, hey, you know, um, do you feel comfortable or do you feel uncomfortable about me hanging out with such and such? Or, you know what I mean? Do you think that's going to be an issue? So, you know, I think it's all about, you know, insecurities and comfortability. For me, I'm very, very comfortable and secure within my relationship and within myself. So, like, yeah, those aren't issues um, in my marriage life. That was something that I had to, I definitely struggled with in our dating relationship. I will definitely admit that. Because I was, I was so young. Mm -hmm. I was young. Well, you still young. <laughs> I think that what? Like, how the person interacts with you and helps you to feel secure is a big part of whether or not you can trust that person. And that's true. Yeah. If trust is an issue within your relationship, then that's something that you should tackle on before you start hanging out and having all this other social life. And you know what I mean? Because if this if this relationship is important, 
in my opinion, like we let's let's deal with this, right? Before we could do, you know what I mean? Before I could just have an outlet elsewhere, like let's just focus on what we need to focus on and building our relationship so it's tight that we don't have any like, you know, like gray areas in between all that and in order to just make sure that everything is good. Yeah. And relationship is work. Relationship is work, just like anything else in life. <laughs> it takes time, energy, and effort. Now, yeah. now um, people can do it like where they can be overly, you know, um, with their spouse too much or their, their mate. And then I've seen it the other way where um, they are the uh, opposite, where they're like totally like, it's like, dang, are you even with somebody? Like, we, you know. <laughs> yes, I know people like that. <laughs> Like I, I know this guy. I'm not gonna put him too much on blast. Right, welcome D. Uh, I know the guy that he is so much never with his wife that no one people like I know I've known him for so long. I know they people think he's single. Yeah, they think he's single, and uh, I'm not saying he's uh, stepping out or anything, but I'm saying that he's I, like there there was this this woman who um is was in our our circle. And she was like kind of interested in him, and uh-huh. she was like, she was like gonna make a play because she she was kind of new to our circle. And I said, well, you know, you know, she, he's married, and she was like, no, he's not. <laughs> like, bro's married, and I was like, she's like, she like argued me down. I said, I've known this Negro for twenty years, probably more than that. And, That's crazy. And she was like arguing me down, and then I had to like prove it, <laughs> you know. How did you prove it? So I I had a um I had a there was some function that uh, like years ago that um you know he he was with his wife or whatever, and mm-hmm. I was able to show it to her, and she, you know, and she was like, like she really just didn't want to believe it, right? Yeah, huh? She was genuinely shocked. Yeah, and it wasn't that he was pushing up on her or anything, is that he just never talked. You would think that they're not like him and his wife are really close and they have a they seem to have a a good relationship, they just don't do a lot of stuff. In like, he's a very he's a public person and he just doesn't. I don't, I don't like that. I don't like that a guy that I'm talking to can make every other woman feel as special as me to the point where I can't even distinguish who he's with. Right. Well, I don't think I don't think he was making her feel special. I think it's because of the lack of presence together. I think it, he appeared because maybe how he just carried himself, right? Where he appeared to be single, and she just automatically assumed that. Because well, I'm pretty sure for the energy you put out there, you know when somebody's feeling you. <laughs> no, no, and I and I and I get that. So sometimes you can't though, right? Because. Sometimes I will say I'm oblivious to like people who are interested in me and I'm like, and then when they say something, I'm like, oh, really? And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, I'm just like, oh, so I mean, sometimes you don't because you could literally just be talking and you could be a friendly person. You know, I'm a people person, so I'm always talkative and I'm touchy feely too. Like, I'm like, hey, ha, 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 ha. And I'm always touching people, whether it's a man or woman. And you know, they may get the wrong impression, but it really is no, like, I have no intention on trying to talk to them or anything like that. It's just how I am and how I interact with people. So I think, you know, um, that being said, if if she approached him and he said he wasn't married, that's a whole nother story, though. 
but I get what you're saying. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I get what you're saying, LA, and then Kente, I understand what you're saying because he didn't push up on her. She was interested in him. And I think because the lack of presence of his wife, she automatically assumed that he was not married. Right. But I think I would be concerned how my partner would feel if, because I'm a flirtatious person, but I wouldn't want my husband to feel uncomfortable from me being flirtatious. And I don't know change too much about who I am because he would have known that with having dated me. Exactly. But I would be also respectful that, you know, it's not his favorite thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, there's flirtatious and then there's like, you taking it way too far. Exactly. I mean, there's, a, there's a level of disrespect because like my husband gets the same way. He, when we were dating, he didn't tell me it was an issue. It wasn't until we were married. He was like, oh, I was like, well, why didn't you tell me? Because I could have just like catch myself. He was like, I didn't want to change who you were. He said, that's something I had. He was like, that was an insecurity within me. And I had to deal with that. And I was like, well, I respect that. Like, you know, because I mean? he never actually told me while we were dating. He ended up telling me years later and he was just like, that's just your personality. And I know there's nothing behind it. And I'm glad he knows that because he does know who I am. So it's just, again, it could come across as something else for someone who doesn't know me. Like, what is she doing? Like, you know what I mean? But it really, it's nothing. I mean, nothing behind it. So, you know, sometimes you see this where one person is a social butterfly. They have like this very outgoing personality and the person they're with is the complete opposite. I've been in that situation as well, where I was, you know, I was the outgoing person and she was like, so like, and I, I, especially at that time, I was going to a lot of events, public events that I was a part of. And I'm one of those people that when I go to a public event, I work the room, you know what I mean? Like I, you know, I, mm-hmm. I work the room, I, I'm, you know, that's just who I am. Right. And she's the kind of person that if, unless it's her family or like, you know what I'm saying? Like uh, people that she feels real super comfortable with, she's in the corner, you know what I'm saying? So it, it, that's a big difference. So I remember when we were, when we were together, she would say, she would feel like I was leaving her, you know, because she want to stay in the corner. And I'm like, that's not me. I'm like, a, you know, I, I say hi to people and, you know, work the room and, you know, you know, uh, and that's just who I is. So um, sometimes I've seen it where like, it's funny how these people too, when they hook up with each other, how they don't, um, how, even though they're opposite, but they attract with each other, but then you have problems because, one person has a healthy social life. They have a healthy, um, you know, just the way that they get down and the other person doesn't. And then you have conflict there. So my question is, if you are either party, like the person, you know, who has, who's more outgoing and your mate isn't, is it incumbent, you think, on them to to try to figure out a way to bring them into that or, I mean, like, what do you do when, when you're the outgoing person and you're made it? Who are you asking? Uh, L.A., you. <laughs> um, I, don't, I think that you accept the person from the beginning. Mm-hmm. So if, if you want somebody who's outgoing, then you should have hooked up with somebody who is outgoing. It's not like she was outgoing and then you, she got all of a sudden changed to somebody who wasn't. So you compromise and you drop the straight and 
maybe she doesn't want to go to these events because she doesn't feel that comfortable. Mm -hmm. um, that should be okay. She, she should be able to express her social, her social life in the way that she feels comfortable without any pressure about trying to meet your expectation. Um, yeah, she should be able to be how she is and loves for that. He says, <laughs> Wayne says, some, sometimes you have to take what's available. What do you mean by that? I think what does that mean? Yeah, that's what I was, I was like scratching my head, like, I what does that mean? Means, but I want to be sure. Because that sounds like something somebody around my age would say. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, you know, that could be like, it's. No, no, I don't think anybody at any age should just take what's available to you. Wait a minute. Wait no. Sometimes you're in the club and you you need a home run. <laughs> you don't want to go home alone, so you know you make some bad decisions with your life. The bus that shit is real. Like sometimes you're you're alone and you really want somebody's company. And they're really yeah. anyone around. And so, yeah, you might take somebody who's available over. I mean, short term, not somebody. I, I think so. I'm speaking on a OK, if you're when you say take somebody like what, whatever is like available in that moment. Yeah, I think it, if it's short term, I think if you're looking for something long term, you definitely because then I think that's the equivalent of settling. Right. So this is although you feel that way. Just, my name is Jay Jada. This is but sometimes you have to take what who likes you. No, no, you don't. You might, there could be surprises no. like arranged marriages. It wasn't not always based on love. No, and and I and, and, and that's true. I just watched a, I just watched a documentary on on you know just love in general, right? And what we categorize as love and what we look at as marriage and stuff like that. And it's really within this country where all these things came about as far as just like how we view relationships and how we put all this pressure when it comes to marriage and stuff like that. For me, I always say like you make whatever it is you want to make up within your relationship, whether it's your marriage, whether it's a committed relationship, a non-committed relationship, whether it's polygamy, polyamorous, like whatever it is, you decide on what that looks like to you. There's no blueprint on how a relationship or a marriage will be successful or what, right? Because everyone's different and we interpret things differently. So I think it matters on what you feel comfortable with. And that's so that means with. Wayne feels comfortable sometimes choosing with what's available to him. You know, you know last week's episode was called Settling. So, oh, that's <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's hilarious. Wayne, that was last week. The Wayne, so settling? Does hmm? Wayne settling? I, I think he's I think he's probably saying instead of being alone, some he settles for, for whatever he can get. And yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I'm saying as far as short term, if, I feel like if you're looking initially long term, and you okay. say I'm gonna take whatever is around and hope that it's a really great relationship. I think if it pans out that way, then great. I think you shouldn't have like expectations on something if you are just looking at it where it's just like, I'm just gonna take whatever the next thing that, the best next thing that comes, so you know what I mean? Sometimes, sometimes I have to settle. Can you be happy and content with somebody that you're settling with? Do you think that's- Oh, 
Continue. But then again, it's like, what is settling, though? Really? Yeah. It's like, no. <laughs> but like, what is settling? I mean, it's a human being. It's a human being. Uh, hey, Giselle in the house. Uh, it's a human being. So everybody has some sort of value. Uh, it depends on what you, what you mean by settling. Are you settling by someone who's abusive to you? Are you settling of someone who is just a toxic person? Um, or are you settling because maybe they don't make the, the money you think they should make, or they don't look as good as you think they look, or maybe they they don't They're not as good, yeah. they don't get it down in the bedroom like you think they should. So what are we settling? It depends on what we settling on. But that was last week. Uh, I want to um, I want to talk about this. Do you ever? Let's talk about these people who they get in a relationship, and it's almost like they went in the witness protection program. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I used to have. To but I don't know where she at. <laughs> right. It's like, and dudes do it too. It ain't just women do it. Guys, all of a sudden, you know, it's like they was always hanging out, playing ball, and then all of a sudden you don't see them for, for uh, sometimes years at a time, right? They, oh yeah, they get super boring, right? Yeah. Huh? They just have to build something on their new love. Don't hate on their new love. I'm not. That's what it was. That's what it was. Really and truly, LA. Like I'm guilty of that. I was young and again, I didn't know how to balance the social life and the relationship. I, I look, I ain't hating. I mean, I look, have I gone in a witness protection program before? Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be real. I have, you know, I, that's what I'm saying. I'm guilty. Right. I'm guilty. Yeah. But um, it, it's really not a good way to be because then all your happiness sometimes will revolve around the, your partner, you know? Um, and that's a lot of pressure, though. Right. Yeah. It's, and it's, yeah. I think it's unhealthy, to be honest. In my opinion, I think that's unhealthy. You have to, you have to have a sense of who you are outside of your relationship. That person cannot be your all and everything. You will completely lose yourself and lose sight of whatever your purpose is. You know what I mean? Just like LA was saying, she said she she learned like certain things, whatever about herself in that time frame where just even doing something that was like just different, you know, like taking pictures every day. And she she ended up enjoying it. And that was like a thing for her. Again, I think there's a lot of women that and I think it's mainly women that tend to do that. I know men do that as well, but it's right. majority of women who who are mothers and who are wives or long-term girlfriends. They get caught up in their children and also within their relationship and they lose themselves. And like I said um, in the beginning, like um, when we were, we weren't recording, I was saying you have to choose yourself first every time. I know a lot of mothers don't like to hear that, but you, you're going to, as long as you're good, your kids will be fine. As long as you're good, whatever, your husband, like, you know, your spouse or your mate, everything, again, you have to put yourself first every time. When you're on a plane, what do they say? You have to put it on. You have to put your oxygen mask on before you can help anybody else, even when if it's a child. You put yourself first every time. Yeah. Everything else will fall into place. I put myself first every time. As you should. But I don't have a wife or kids, so. But, uh... <laughs> But even if you did, you have to know what's good for Kente. You have to take out time for Kente, right? And then as long as you're good, your family will be good. Because yeah, that mental clarity and space that you need to be in, right? If you're not there, everything else is going to fall apart. So 
these people that go in the witness protection program when they're in their relationship, as a friend of a person that does that, do we, if we spot that's what's going on and you feel like it's not healthy, do you have a right as the, as the homie or the, the brother, the sister to say something or do you just let it play out? Uh, what do you think is best? Um, yeah. You know, we'll start off with you, uh, L.A. I didn't hear the question because someone called me. Oh, okay. I said as as the friend or the loved one of the person who went into the witness protection program with their mate. Right. And you feel like it's not healthy for them. Like, you know, that's your opinion. Do you share it with that person or do you just let it play out or is it not your place to say it or what do you think? Um, I know my well. I will ask them strategic questions to make sure that they are in awareness that this is happening and in that awareness find out if that's what they want for right now. Um, I don't think it's my place to tell them what to do in their relationship or where they are with things. I don't think it's my place. But I will say things like, I miss you. Um, how come you don't hang out the same way anymore? Do you feel like you spend like all your time? Don't remember when you they used to do before they were in the relationship and say that you miss those things. Um, and if they're okay with it, uh, then they're okay with it. Hmm. Not my, that's not my place. So you just, you would support them from afar. I'll support them from afar. People know what they need in any given situation. And I think that we try to give a lot of advice to people when it's unsolicited and that mm-hmm. can be um, problematic in people's lives when they didn't, they didn't ask you for all that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they didn't ask you for all that. However, you know, you're asking them questions and showing concern out of love. And you can always say that, that you're asking it out of love. And if it's the friend that you think you have, then it should be fine. If they're going to get offended and all of that kind of stuff, then it's time for a different kind of conversation. Amen to that. Um, so, um, do you have any thoughts on that? Uh, sh- would you be someone that would say something to your homegirl, your homeboy, or would you just let it play out, Jada? I do. I, I, I am one of those friends. Like, I mean, I do ask similar questions that LA just um, said. Uh, and then, you know, as a concerned friend, I would just be like, you know, I see that you're not the same, you know. I see that you're you're moving differently, and and I think that's that's going to be normal for them to act differently because they're with someone else. They're they're you know they're attached to someone different um, than them just being themselves and just being alone. They are going to be different, and so I would just point out certain things that I've observed, and then um, talk to them about it. You know, I mean, I am that friend. I'm not always going to. Uh, say what you know you want i'm gonna say what i feel like is necessary in that moment so um yeah because i'm just i'm that type of person like i'm just gonna say it (laughs) wayne says what's the point of the relationship uh so you're saying is that like what's the purpose so you're saying i think what he's saying is he believes that when you get in a relationship you're supposed to being you know insulated from the rest of the world i guess uh i think that's what you're saying if that's what you're saying please let me know um 
and before we continue, I want to quick give a quick shout out to everybody in the chat room. Uh, I see Steph has joined us, Dre, uh, Raquel, Brad, D, Wayne. Uh, I see Marisol, Shannon, and of course Ryan. Thank you, everybody who is here. And uh, just to let people know, uh, Shannon is in New York, so she can join us this week, but she'll be back next week. And Jada has. Uh, joined as the co-host, and we also have L.A. Wade as our guest. Now, I'm going to ask some questions to our audience as well. Uh, and, and be honest, you, you guys. What a one in the chat if, if y'all disappear once y'all get booed up. <laughs> you know, if you if y'all if y'all let's say this, if you've been guilty of that in the past of disappearing and going in that witness protection program. Uh, and two, no. Dre said he had. See, he's, that's good. He's being honest. Dre's an honest guy. I think. <laughs> Wait, what did you just say? I didn't hear that. I said Dre says he has done that. He's being honest, I think. Oh. <laughs> he's an honest guy. Okay, everybody else is all quiet. <laughs> But you know what I heard today? I heard that we're, we're approaching cuffing season. Have you guys heard this cuffing season? Mm -mm. Oh yeah, that's, that's been a and cuffs. We're approaching. The summer, the summer's over. All the hotness is done. So now you yeah. gotta, you know, cuff the person you're gonna be with during the cold months. So you have that. Yeah, the cold months. Yeah, that's been that's been a thing for a few years. Cuffing season? I never heard that. Really? That's old. It's been around for like years now. Yeah. Yeah, cuffing season. Like you, you gotta you gotta cuff them up. I think you hit in hip hop. And Kinsey, I know you're ahead, so I don't know. I need someone for cuffing season. Hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious. I'm sure there's a lot of takers for that. No, not handcuffs, Brad. Cuffing season. <laughs> you gonna keep them up so that you're warm. Like you know what I mean? They're gonna keep you warm during the um the colder months. So being that summer's over, you want somebody to cuddle with stuff. You can't kind of like hop around the way you would during the summer months that as you would in the winter months, in the colder months. Now, um, LA, you kind of addressed a little bit, but I wanna kind of go deeper with this. Uh now you are a mother of Three, right? Two. Dude, why am I trying to always give you an extra baby? Uh, <laughs> a mother. Yeah, she's like two. Don't give me more kids than I have. A mother of two, and so once you had children, and you know, a lot of your focus became about your child, right? Huh? <laughs> That's not me at all. <laughs> That's not you. I was not one of those women that gave up their life because they had children. That's not that's not me at all. Okay, that, that's what I thought you were getting at earlier in the show. Huh? So that, so I said, my what is what's stopping me from answering you fully because <laughs> because at the time that I was in my relationship, social media wasn't where it is right now. It happened during my marriage. And so, I can't hear Kinte anymore. He put himself on mute. You're good, you're good. Yeah, he put himself on mute. Okay, so yes, um, I didn't, I, it's not that I held myself back from being sociable or anything like that. It's just, I was in my relationship for a certain amount of time. I moved to California 
during my first year of my relationship. So I didn't really know anybody else. So I had to be really close to him. Um, I depended on him and relied on him a lot. And eventually he, he helped me to see that, you know, go out and experience things. I'm right here for you. But it was hard because I'm from Toronto. I don't, I'm not from, I'm not from the States, but there I was living. So I just thought about things in my life that I enjoy and the kind of things I like to do to help people. And I went and volunteered and participated in things like that. And it started to expand my world. Having children, um, we're very much about bringing our kids to participate in the things that we do. Uh -huh. They should be separated. They're a part of that social life. They are a part of our world as much as we are now a part of theirs. And so we come to understand that Sometimes they're going to hang out with me and things that maybe they don't like. And sometimes I'm going to go to a park and act like, like I have work to do. It's just, it's a trade-off. <laughs> but I definitely don't love being a mother. I wouldn't say that. I wasn't one of those women that wanted to be a mother. Um, but I was blessed with two children. And I know that's really hard for women who have a hard time having children. I feel badly about that, but I share my children with everyone. I have a lot of other mothers in my children's life. And I think that's why my kids are so well-rounded and strong and, and so loving because they have so many people to participate in this life with. And so it kind of worked itself out. Um, I just more so wasn't that sociable because I was in a different environment and I had to learn how to do that all over again. Um, and that's why being divorced has been like, what the hell? The world has exploded on social media. People are not interested in commitments. Social life is hella difficult to navigate. It's crazy. I'm not happy with the social life thing. It's it's. I would. I prefer to be in the marriage. Really? Where I, I felt safe in the marriage. Right. That's interesting. I feel open to the wolves when I'm single. <laughs> She's yeah. like the wolves. Ah. The wolves are at the the gates too. Huh? <laughs> um okay so when you were when you were married with kids did you find yourself you and your mate gravitate more to people uh, other couples with children 100% yeah uh, the single friends always drag us in places we have no business going <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of like when you're there, if you're really in love and you're happy in your in your cuffing season, um, and and Jada, you're in your cuffing season. This is your life now. You're cuffed forever, um, unless you have an open relationship. Mm -hmm. I don't want to go. <laughs> I mean, you're just happy. Yeah, you're just happy being where you are. I I'm better being protected that way. Yeah, there's a lot of sh land sharks. <laughs> <laughs> I see it's funny like a lot of my my friends got married young right and um i noticed that my married friends even uh, although we were still cool we started to kind of drifting you know and um i it is sometimes i don't i don't want to say it's difficult but it's definitely different when your friends are married, you know, because, you know, it is when you, you know, I, I'm a single dude, I can do single dude shit, you know, whereas, um, you know, 
you know, oh boy, is married, right? <laughs> so he, you know, excuse me, he, and if you have children as well, you know, you have a lot to consider before you do things. So like for me, as my dad used to say, when I eat, my whole family eat, <laughs> you know, because I have no commitments outside of myself. So it does make it a little different for relationships, you know, um, when one person is booed up or whatever, uh, definitely married versus uh, versus in a long-term relationship. I know some people, they can be together for 12 years and not get married. And I guess, I mean, that's, that's similar to being married, but I don't know. It's different once really you drop, jump to I mean, the fact that they're together, yeah. together and all that, but it's different once they jump to broom. The minute they jump to broom, it's a whole other thing. So I don't know. It's open relationships. Huh? How does, like how, the open relationship. Are there anything, is there anything off, off limits when you're in an open relationship and you're coffee? Well, I would think it depends on the relationship, the two people that's in it. And I, I believe that they have rules. Most of them have rules that they set aside of what is acceptable and what is not. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think that helps with the trust is like, okay, we have these rules, stick to these rules and we good. Yeah. So it should be the same regardless of if you have an open relationship or not. You just know what your partner is into and what they're not into and move from that. Respect to that. that. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I'm, I've asked this question before, but never to you ladies. Um, does it change who the company your mate keeps? Like, if so. <laughs> all, all their homies are, you know, cheating as dogs, <laughs> do you think twice that they're, when they go out on a weekend getaway? Yeah, I, I hope so. I think ultimately that definitely impacted my marriage mm. where he had a single friend that he was able to use as an escape for most things. Mm. Okay. And so, yeah, <laughs> I think that uh, he should have spent more time with um, Jenny and John opposed to just uh, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> because Joe... Did you, ever, did you ever voice your concern about Joe? Oh, yeah. But not, and what did you do? It was just kind of like, you know, he kind of lives a different life than what we're trying to move towards right now. We're supposed to be mm -hmm. on our, we're working towards something. We have children. That's where our focus needs to be. But I married somebody who really believed in keeping up with the Joneses and cared a lot about impression management and being able to still be free instead of um, committing to, he had a different framework for what, his marriage be and yeah, like. it comes from me choosing somebody like that it's not like i didn't know mm. um, but as i go along i learn more um he didn't have a structure about what marriage and relationships could be um in part that was so different because he didn't believe in god as a foundation they um he cared a lot about what other people thought uh, he liked attention from from females. Uh, there were a lot of things that he enjoyed that ultimately we just wanted different things. He wanted to be famous. I wanted to be 
be happy and make money together as a family and be kind of representation of what black couples could look like in the world. Mm -hmm. And while he bought into that to some degree, I think the other pulls were more important to him. Mm. Wow. Okay. Wow, that's interesting. Oh, yeah. Don't be all sad. It's okay. I've learned so much about my Yeah. Life. You grow from that. Experiences like that you grow from. So I think it makes people better. I think I don't think anything just happens. I think everything is for a reason. So sure. and um, I'm much more social now than I have ever been. Um, and that's awesome. Yeah, and it's it's been a gift. I wouldn't have met any of you had I still been married. Probably not, based on everything happens for a reason. That's exactly. true. That's true, yeah. So, okay, um, let's let's talk about this. Um, <laughs> when, you say you've something pretty wicked in your mind. I can tell. I know because you, you <laughs> I hear the wheels turning in his head. No, 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 not at all. Uh, okay, so uh, for those who you know, some people just got here. The topic of the show is maintaining your your uh, social life after you are been in a committed relationship or you're in a committed relationship. And um, so one thing that I find is that, you know, we talked about communication, how important it is and to communicate with your mate and, and to tell them, you know, for the people to understand who you are, right. And what makes you tick. Now, Unfortunately, sometimes you get in a relationship, you may communicate everything of who you are, or they may seem who you are, right? Because maybe that's how they met you, right? Out there in the streets, right? But what happens is, in their mind, they feel like I can maneuver this person to what I want them to be versus, you know, dealing with who they are. And when it when it does happen when it doesn't happen a lot of times people get hurt feelings and whatnot um i don't know like have you guys ever been in a situation where you felt like this person is i think this person's awesome but if i can just tweak around the the margins i can get them to where I don't know why I'm doing this with my my hand. Uh, <laughs> if I could just tweak it on the margins, you know, like I could get this person just, you know, if I had just a little bit of sugar, you know, a little bit of sugar, a little lemon, I get this just right. Have you ever seen that? I not know how to kind of, I know it sounds bad, but manipulation is something we all do to some degree. And, you know, it can be a loving thing. We'll be like, honey, can you do this for me? Or you sweep them up in a certain way. I'm manipulating that person. <laughs> <laughs> right? But uh -huh. it's not something that's bad. It's more like, you know, you rub my back, I'll rub something else kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> it works. And there's nothing wrong with that. Marriage, you kind of massage the situation to go the way you want it to go. Let's see. Steph says, my friend been holding out on her husband for a year to motivate him to be more ambitious. 
Uh, but I was always lazy. Doesn't she watch into the mirror? That doesn't work. Make <laughs> it blow up in her face. Yeah, that's yeah. That that's not that's not gonna be that's that's not gonna. Yeah, that's not gonna be. <laughs> so, right, he's just gonna get it from somewhere else. Yeah, like, like, let's be honest. Like the, the one thing that I see is like um, with clothing, right? So it's like uh, you like. I mean, you know, maybe he's not a bad dresser, but he can be better. So what women will do is they'll just like it ain't even your birthday, but she bought you a shirt. You know, <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's like what is this for? It's like oh, I just saw it. I was just happy to be in the store. And I didn't want you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm not fixing nobody. <laughs> you know, or you know, or it's like uh uh. Oh, you know what? You get some cologne all of a sudden, and you're like, "Wait, wait a minute! Not my birthday is not Valentine's Day. Why am I?" You I know, good. I don't. There's no shame in my game. You're buying. I'm getting you cologne because I want you to smell in a way that makes me want to be all <laughs> you. Yes, they I love They're gonna stay. So, I love that. They came fucked up. They're gonna stay fucked up. <laughs> Because you might be getting them right for the next one, you know. <laughs> so, like that next girl, she he, he she's gonna get inherit a fly, good smelling dude, you know. But you know, when it, when we're talking about um, you know that social life, right? Um, let's talk about maintaining that social life together, right? Because it, you know it doesn't have to be necessarily apart. Sometimes the, the thing that happens in the relationship is I work 40 hours a week. She works 40 hours a week. You have maybe you have kids. So basically you go to work, you come home, you know, as Chris Rock said, you get the big piece of chicken, you know, <laughs> fall asleep on the couch watching uh, Family Feud or whatever stupid show, you know, and then. You the only time you ever go anywhere, you know, is somebody die, you know, <laughs> or or your cousin gets married, you know, then you gotta go to that, right? But you could be in a, a relationship and never do nothing together, never go out, never, you know, and you get into a routine, and you get into this routine where it's just you come home, you know. Going to the grocery store is an outing, you know. <laughs> you know, like, never marry that person. I would never be with that. No, person. no, but but you know what though? It may not be that. It, sometimes relationships devolve into that, unfortunately. So it, if like, you allow them to, that's yeah. the thing. You have to be mindful yeah. and you have to be conscious about it. That could not be my relationship. Or mine. Because, uh-uh. Like, like you older who do that. And they do get into a routine and then it becomes the normal. Like it becomes the norm for them in their relationship. No, no. No way. Sorry, like we still do date nights. We too young for that. And then even as we get older, that's going to be a continue. Like I have where my parents go, like my parents have been married for 37 years 
and they still go out and you know they do gatherings and stuff like that together we have aunts and uncles that they do things in their in their 60s 70s and they still go out i'm not doing i can't my, mentally I, I wouldn't be able to be comfortable with that because it would it would fuck with me but you know what it, it mean it's not always one person though because they may have when they hooked up they were always going out and having fun maintaining the social life but then responsibilities and whatnot you find a way i think people always find a way to do whatever it is the fuck that they want to do i feel like people find time to do whatever the fuck they want to have time for i feel like people find the money to whatever it is that they want to buy and spend money on you find a way if you want something to get done you're gonna find a way period find unique ways to have fun that exactly. doesn't it doesn't have to cost much you guys could do activities together where it's not costing you a dime. Okay, so let's go over these activities. Are we, are we going okay. to the botanical gardens? As Steph loves, <laughs> that's what, I guess. Yeah, like, like you could do a picnic in the park. You could go hiking where you guys are being physical and also doing things together. There's so many different things to do. I feel like you could go to street fairs and maybe just. Again, spending time together doesn't really have to cost. You could have a gathering at your house where you guys are hosting or going to someone else's like maybe game <laughs> night or having activities as reverse cowgirl myself. <laughs> I, like but, yeah. I can't with You know, like or you and you could you guys could spend quality time by fucking in the house and just Netflix and chilling. That don't cost much. Well, Netflix that, does cost. And that two, you know? two words of one stone too, because you're having oh. sex and you're getting to work on it. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. You know, if your quality of life is just based on how much money you're putting out, you know, you have that conversation about I worked hard to get to where we are, but maybe we need to rethink it so we can do other things. You gotta be willing to compromise with each other to have <coughs> the things that you I think. I agree. Yeah. So do you count do you count do you count Outings. Wait, what did you say, Ella? Kinte, would you just want to stay at home? No, not at all. Okay. No. You wouldn't just used to this just only just staying home and not doing adventurous things? No, not at all. No, I'm not talking about... Wait, wait, let me clarify something. I'm not speaking for myself. <laughs> I'm just saying there's people that get like that. I like... I I would want to split my wrist. So, uh, no. Um, yeah. Now, I'm not in the clubs. That, that that's in the past for me but uh when it comes to but i do like to go out and have a great time see raquel says can be very adventurous um, i don't mind twerking like i'm not twerking on my husband it's like what what you end up cheating you can't cheat staff she said i'll end up cheating you can't, you can't cheat no cheating get people shot but uh i'm just saying i'm just saying no you can cheat on really crazy so you cheat on the wrong person, they yeah. you right. Yeah. There's I don't think that's one thing. Anorexia. Okay. What? Yeah. And that's where you you do not sleep with your partner, but you fuck everybody else. <laughs> and it's, that is probably the culprit right there. <laughs> yeah. No, it's true. Community I mean, community coochie, yeah. Um so do you do you count outings with the kids as a uh, as a uh, y'all going out? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. A date? <laughs> like what are you talking about? I think that's a family activity. Like if I think you, that's a full blown family activity. 
So you what's a what's a place you take the kids? Uh, Long John Silver's, or some shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I don't have those problems yet. I mean, not problem. I mean, I don't have that type of situation. It's a challenge. <laughs> it is though, and I don't want no parts of that right now. So we good. What do you mean we don't go out, baby? We just went to uh, Chuck E. Cheese last week. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm still in my selfish uh, like stage, and so like my husband knows that. Like I need all the attention on me at all times. I can't be having a little one and having to become selfless in that in this moment. So yeah, no. These jobs and these kids. Oh man, that's who I really want to be. That's what. That's where. That's that's my inner thoughts. Oh, and I respect I respect your honesty, LA. Like, um, when you were sharing how you felt, and you know what I mean, like in the beginning and stuff like that, you were saying that you weren't one of those women. I respect your honesty and transparency. And let me tell you, those women will tell you all about yourself. They clutch their pearls and like, what do you mean? I know, like, oh my gosh, how could you? You may not want a social life, but I do. Yeah. So, uh, so let's go over some great social activities to do with your mate. Okay. Fucking. Well, yeah, I was just about to say fucking. <laughs> unless you haven't said in public, is that a social activity? Well, yeah. It is. Because some people don't fuck. Because your mate is a great social activity. Okay. All right. I mean, I, I, I ain't complaining. The table at dinner. Come I'm, not, I'm not complaining. I'm just saying. Uh, okay, we can count that. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, obviously, obviously. Huh? I was saying you could make it adventurous. You could be fucking outside. Who knows? I mean, maybe you want to fuck on your porch or your terrace or your patio or something like that. You want to do something different. You want to be like, oh, you know what? Let's go all the way in the back of the movie theaters and let's get it on popping. Come on, like be spontaneous if that's the case. Like, not, 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 a bit. not Netflix and chills, Netflix and fuck. So that's, that, there you go. That's what chill was like the equivalent of fucking. That's what, right? That was like cold fucking. So, okay, so besides having sex, what's some great, obviously a concert, right? A concert's great. You know, go go check out a concert. Um, fine dining. Fine dining. Look, anybody who knows me, I love a great restaurant. I love, I love a great restaurant. Anyway. And, uh, wine I, taste. You know what's funny? I'm very ignorant about wine. Really? Yeah, yeah. I'm not a wine. Yeah. I'm a wine. Wine I don't person. really, I don't really drink a lot of alcohol, uh, so I'm not a, I'm not a huge drinker. Um, yeah, I don't like liquor. But um, so, but I'm, I would be up for it though, because you know, go to Napa, that would be dope. Um, cooking class, traveling, traveling, traveling. You know, um, learning new activities together. Luxury movie theater. I like the luxury movie theaters though. Yeah. Um, I mean, we've done rock climbing together. We've done like, um, like we just—it's a lot of things that we've tried together. Do church activities count? Oh, I can't answer that. So, <laughs> like the church time, like, like not going to church, but like uh, if but they you know, can, if, volunteer things together. Uh, oh, like, yeah. My ex-husband and I went to the Dominican Republic and really helped them with uh, medical supplies and giving out groceries. That's something I would do. That was really great. 
Yeah, this is it's helping anyone and stuff like that. I would do that. Yeah. Um. So I mean, there's there's a lot of things to keep the the juices flowing. Um, yes. And work out, working out together, we do that as well, and that's a good thing. What if you guys are not um equally yoked when it comes to working out? Like, one person is like workout warrior, the other one is like I kind of work out. Still have fun with it. I mean, or you guys could still be at the gym, or however you're working out. You could either work out really like physically together, or you could work out apart. Sometimes we do we do both. So <laughs> sometimes we work out together. It's because I don't date gym rats for that reason. Well, you don't, he doesn't have to be a gym rat. He could just still be into fitness, and he's not like gung ho. Like, yeah, I gotta stay buff. And no, like he doesn't have to be like a health freak. You know what I mean? Or like a health nut, and um, still you know take care of himself. You know, you know what's funny about dudes who are really heavy into weightlifting and stuff, they'll have pictures of oiled up men in their locker. As, what? Yeah, like it's the most bizarre thing. When I played, football, right yeah, yeah, it'll because they, they say it's it's, for it's like motivation. motivation. It's motivation. I don't need motivation like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's not I get my motivation. No, I mean I. Here. I don't know anybody that does that, but like, that yeah, that would be alarming. Yeah, it would. It <laughs> would like no, it's real though. They be they they'll be like, yeah, it's crazy. All the mm-hmm. guys that don't like fat women like me say that they like women. That what? I'm sorry. All the guys that don't like fat women says so like me oh. say that they like women oh. that take care of themselves on their profiles. So that's cold for no fat chicks. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Right, now, what are some whack ass social outings that um that you would be like, no, let's not, let's not, sweetie. <laughs> I hate- Going to Home Depot, I stay in Lowe's, so uh, that's <laughs> my home away from homes because I'm always working on some stuff. Going to your mama's house. Hey, my mama's cool. <laughs> mama's house. Steph knows. Steph been in these streets. Okay, so I, no mama's house, no some people. She understands. She really does. Uh, uh, I don't know. Like, just being around people I don't want to be around. I don't want. There be we go. Because in actuality, I could do anything. I think it's probably just being around people I don't want to. I don't want. Like I don't fuck with like that. I think that would be out. <laughs> to drop off. To well, see, I'm people. not. What it? If I was single, I wouldn't date anybody. That is fucking hilarious. What's up, Brooklyn? Oh man, that's funny. Oh man, that is funny. But that's a good sign, though, that he's dropping money off to his uh, baby's mama. He's not a deadbeat. So not not doing anything. That's terrible. (laughs) Exactly. No. You you taking that money to go? And deal with his kids, and I get that, right? And that's why, for me, if I was single, that couldn't be an option. Yeah, no, because no. I'm again, I'm selfish, and I'm in my selfish stage, so What's... that couldn't be. Yes, yes. Because no. then that money, whatever, could have been like towards me. See, I was just about to say because she said dinner day. What's an overrated um? place that you would look at a guy weird if he tried to take you there and Applebee's I would think Applebee's is pretty whack I haven't even I've never even had Applebee's. for, for, for like is it like a first date Dairy, Dairy Queen I didn't even really know that I Dairy like Queen was like a place 
until I got to Atlanta. Yeah. That's a Canadian spot, you know? Is it? Yeah. yeah, I didn't even realize. I would see it, and I we thought, like, it was just, yeah, I didn't realize Dairy Queen was, like, a real thing. So no Dairy Queen? No Sonic? That ice is dope, though. I've never been to Sonics. I, I've never been to Dairy Queen. So no Red Lobster, Derek, no Apple. Well, you know, I mean, Beyonce said if he puts it on you, you send him to Red Lobster, you take him to Red Lobster. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, Olive Garden? Olive Garden's overrated, yeah. Well, not on a date, though. Not no, on a date. Popeye's red beans and rice, though. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm <just> kidding. <laughs> not for no date. Like, you could go there, like, casually, but not on no date. But, okay, if you... What a, how, what about that sandwich? Uh, where though? At um, at Popeyes? No Denny's or IHOP. Okay, oh, now, wait a minute though. Well, what about wait a minute? What about Popeyes sandwich? What about Chipotle? Now Chipotle, if you let her get the avocado, that's elevating it to the next <laughs> level, right? Listen, the place needs to have <laughs> at the bare minimum. You have to have avocado in the slot. <laughs> If it's a breakfast spot, or else you're real ghetto. They got margaritas at her Chipotle. Uh, I, yeah, I feel like any place that you know they got avocado or some guacamole, that's that's a, that's next level. If you're moving in the right direction, right? That's, that's a up. That's an upgrade. That's an upgrade for sure. Oh my god! <laughs> Can I get a double? What was it? Uh, man, that's funny. So, yeah. Uh, okay, so. So we knowing we knowing hey it's a long list of places not to take. Wow. Uh, definitely no Sizzler either. Sizzler. Sizzler. I don't even is that still standing? There's Sizzlers here. I was pretty surprised. There was a moment where Sizzler was like the place that every after every church function or or somebody's uh graduation. Yeah. <laughs> that was in a, New York. That was like a thing too. And then yes, they do. Because I, I, I think in New York we don't have any more. In uh, we don't have any more sizzlers in New York. They have a couple here. Um, I'm not. Sure, I'm gonna do a selfie next to one. Next time I'm there, <laughs> buy one. No Golden Corral. Yeah, I, I've never had Golden Corral. I've never, so I never even seen a Golden Corral since um, until I got out to Atlanta. What, what, what about these, Waffle House? None of these restaurants exist here. What about Waffle House? Yeah, Hell, I Waffle House. <laughs> Hell, no. it was good food at Waffle House. <laughs> Somebody, I don't know about a date, but it was good food. <laughs> <laughs> Golden Garage goes hard when you got kids and uh, hilarious. That's, That's what you're alive. You're alive, can take no Golden Garage. <laughs> hilarious. That's funny. Uh, I've, I've never yeah. heard of these restaurants. Yeah, That's what I'm thinking. like most of these play. Like, yeah. We got things like Jack Astor's, Cactus Club, Milestones. Those, I think, they're the same. We got, we do have, do we have an IHOP? I don't know if we have an IHOP. I've seen it, I've seen it somewhere near here. Uh, we have Cora's. That's our, that's our, like, waffle place. Mm. Well, you know, we have Roscoe's, so. Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. Mm -hmm. But it's not across the states. I've only seen that really in, I've seen that in LA. Right, right, that's what I'm saying. I think. You might have been one at L in New York. I can't remember. I don't think so. No, we don't have a chicken and waffles in New York. Yeah. Anyway, being sociable when you're with somebody can get awkward. 
exactly right. like what your topic is really about. It can get awkward sometimes because it's like I don't. Sometimes you just don't want to be around anybody else. Besides your man, the beginning. You mean like with anybody else? Like it could get awkward outside of your relationship. Yeah, like like for instance, why are we always hanging out with so and so? Can we just be alone? Like I don't. Oh, gotcha. It can be overly social too, like where you never want to be alone. Right. That's. Oh well, I mean, like, do you, like Kente, like when you're saying like social, do you just mean like out and about, or do you mean like consistently always with people? No, or both. I mean that could. I mean, you can be social and always have dinner parties at your house, you know, or have the games at your house too. But I, I mean, I mean, like more so going out and about. But that's what I'm saying, like out and about with your spouse and you're meeting other people, like you're you having your friends and stuff like that, or you're just being social out and about with just your spouse. You, you know um, yeah, yeah. I mean, you, I mean, you can be it's just like really you two. And then you guys are meeting people along the way with throughout the night. Well, the I mean, I mean it both ways. Like that's what I was saying. Being social. First, we started talking about being social away from your mate. Cause people yeah. do that. Right. But then, yeah. Now we're we're talking about being social with your mate, like um, not just being at home all the time or just, you know, going to uh, school recitals or whatever it is. So, um, you know, uh, it's whatever social you want to do. Like, I know some people, they're very heavy into the church. So all the things that they do are church related. You know, it's like they always are, um, you know, doing whatever. Oh, Kiana and uh, oh Brooklyn. Um, you know, so it depends on what makes you happy. Some people are, some people, they, they're happy going to bingo. Oh, God. So, you know, I would not be happy just going to bingo. I know some couples, they go to bingo every week and they like it. It works for them. It wouldn't work for me, but you know, it wouldn't work for me. either. I, I like too much, like. I like I like to go out and people watch. That's a great thing to do with your mate. Mm -hmm. That's fun. You know, I like <laughs> I like people watching. Sometimes I like to sit there and uh, and kind of do like commentary on what another couple is saying to each other. Yeah, <laughs> I've never tried that. Yeah, being a that's good nacho. Perfect. It's so much. I, fun. I love. It. We try to guess what they do for a living. Like. And then we make up shit that they're saying. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's on suicide so watch. Just thinking about bingo. Hilarious. <laughs> or I, or I like I like to figure out like what's their like how long we're how long they've been together. Is this their first date? You know, you can yeah, tell by just looking. Sometimes you can just look at another couple, and you can kind of figure it out what's going on just by the body language and the way that they're re reacting to each other. It's pretty. It's quite fun to do that. So. Yeah, I've never, I've never. It also can be quite sad when you can tell, ooh, they're not going to last another year. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've definitely noticed that. You could tell when somebody is like, they're all into the person they're with, and then the other person is just like, ah. you know, like, <laughs> like what's, <laughs> you know, the bigger, better thing. That's what I'm waiting for. So <laughs> I could tell because she rolled her eyes. Uh, I know people can tell when, when I'm on the first date because I'm so awkward. Mm. You know, I don't. Um, it's funny though. First dates can be thrilling, but also first dates can be uh, awkward. Or it just depends on the the. It depends on the vibe, I guess. Uh, 
could be a lot of anxiety too. Yeah. yeah. It's all about the energy between the people. Yeah. And the vibe. Yeah. You know, and then also the preamble too is like what happened leading up to the, you know, like were you guys talking for a while? Or was it like you met her on Friday and then Sunday night you're going out? So you don't really have a lot of you haven't had a lot of conversation with her or, you know, in, in ladies' case. Yeah. That takes a part. Yeah. So, you know, so if you had, sometimes this it, it is great chemistry can, can make a first date seem like a honeymoon. That is, oh, word that up. is so true. Right. That is so true. You know, you know, like. All my first dates feel like that. So that's what I was going to say. You know what's so crazy, though? It's like the weirdest thing. I noticed that a lot of, like, the when I was dating, a lot of my amazing first dates, right? Like the date first dates that were amazing and that went well. I'm talking about everything just flowed and everything well. They ended up being like cycles. But then the ones that were kind of like weird and awkward, that was like long lasting friendships towards like, you know what I mean? Like where it was just like, we still keep in contact and stuff like that. It's the craziest thing. Hmm. It's like they're trying to pull out everything in the very beginning, and it was just like mm, they ended up being kind of crazy. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, as, a, as a recovering sex addict, I'm always looking for love, so it's like I'm looking for the one. Wait, everything. are you really? Am I really looking for love or no, really a recovering no, you're sex addict? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sorry, no, like you're a recovering <laughs> sex addict. Yeah, you'll learn all about that coming up. Oh, okay. It's I'm intrigued. I'm really. I keep saying that it's coming up and it's not coming up, but it's because people are pulling me to okay. do certain things and I, it's got to roll out properly. But okay. essentially, sex addiction is not what people think sex addiction is. And yeah, so that's why I, I really use it to try to demystify what that is. Is it? Uh, well, yeah. I love it. I'm not going to ask. There's different, there's levels. I'm going to I'm gonna ask you a question <laughs> on, on the after show. So. I'm so intrigued, LA. I love it. Oh, yeah. Uh, Eric and- I know. People are dying to know what my cocktail is, and I'm going to share it. I will share my cocktail. All I right. love it. Don't worry. All right. So but- I want to thank you ladies uh, for being on the show. You guys were amazing. Um, we're going to do the after show, of course, and, and, and talk more. Uh, I want to start off with you, LA. How can people get you on social media and tell us about your programs? Okay, so you can reach me on Twitter at LA Wade 6, or you can reach me on Instagram at cocktails, T A L E S, with LA. I'm also uh, a co host on The Elephant Room, which airs on Fridays from 4 to 5 on mytcntv.com. If you like put that in YouTube and then comma the elephant room. You'll be able to see some of our shows there. Um, and on Facebook, I'm LA Wade. So that's the best way to reach me. All right. Thank you. Thank you. And Jada, how can mm-hmm. we get you in social media and tell us about your program as well? Um, so I'm Jada Lopez and uh, I'm Jada Lopez, exactly how it's spelled on the screen right? J-A-I-D-A-L-O-P-E-Z on all social media platforms besides Facebook. And for me, I also, I talk about sex, love, relationships. Um, I deal with people who are single and also um, couples pertaining to sex and relationships, whether it's the relationship with yourself, relationship with family members, um, I deal with it all. 
So um, yes, you could catch me on Twitter, IG, Snapchat, all that good stuff. And I'm here on Get Vocal as well, but I'm revamping certain things. So just stay tuned and just subscribe and just get me as a friend if you're not already. All right. All right. All right. Okay. You can get me at Kente F on Twitter and you can get me at Kente Ferguson on um, Instagram <laughs> and uh, IndyRadio.org. IndyRadio.org is the website. Uh, we'll be back next week with all new episode of Men and Women Talk to Mars Venus show. And the following week, that is uh, September 2nd to the 6th. We're going to have five straight days of Mars Venus before our big hiatus. So uh, definitely uh, I'm going to be hitting people up about uh, being guests on during that week. So uh, I know Stephanie's going to be a guest on one of those weeks, uh, one of those uh, days, as well as um, other others I will reach out to. So uh, thank you so much. And Shannon, can't wait to get you back here on the show. I uh, hope you have fun in New York. Uh, have a great rest of your week and God bless.